Podcaster, I hardly know her. (laughs) Meet Megan Bryant. She's an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids, a comedian, a super energetic improv trainer, and an award-winning author. Megan is passionate about creating happier, healthier human connections through humor. This podcast dives into all sorts of topics that tackle personal growth, professional strategies, and sharing positive messages to build up the communities around us. Each of us can make an impact. So keep in mind that you don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Thank you for tuning in. This is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. And here's your host, Megan Bryant. This episode recounts my experiences of doing multi-level marketing adventures. Some were actually kind of positive amid the um, not as positive. And I also just want to thank people who supported me and who support others in their pursuits of discovering what is a good fit for them. Um, for side hustles and careers and whatever else. Um, So this is just a peek into four different things that I learned uh, throughout my personal journey through doing MLMs. So giddy up. I have a lot of interesting business uh, strategies, I guess, um, with the type of work that I do. And Of course, over the years, um, I have embarked into the world of the dreaded multi-level marketing uh, or pyramid scheme um, dynamic because, of course, I did. Um, Seemed like the thing to do based on uh, the culture I grew up in religiously and, and having an outlet as a whatever, as a, I don't know what, I was never a a stay-at-home wife or mom. Um, so that's, that was about to come out of my mouth, but that's not actually even what got me into it. I always just like the idea of learning new things and strategizing. And, um, and so I don't know why I'm giggling so much about this, but, um, there's been a lot of positive things that have come from that experience. And so that's what this episode is going to be about. Four things that I learned personally from, participating in MLMs. Um, I steer very clear of them now, uh, even though I get asked all the time by people who just see my energy and zest for life. And they're like, oh, you would be so amazing at this. And I'm like, correct. I probably would be if I was super into it and I'm not. And thank you for the compliment and uh, I wish you well. Um, And it doesn't bother me. Here's the thing to to, uh, note. I don't get bothered at all when people private message me or or um try to wrangle me into their group or their tribe or whatever they're calling it like it's fine sometimes it's just um people get so bent out of shape and they like people that do MLMs really get kind of a bad rap uh for good reason I think in some ways but also like calm down. Like there's, we don't need to put so much energy on just being angry and mean. If people are just looking for, um, like-minded individuals and something fun to put their energy towards and really, truly a, a large amount of people, at least that were in my specific circles were 
busy, tired moms that wanted some camaraderie outside of their homes and and to be part of something bigger than themselves. And I think that that is a positive thing. Um, so uh, my history includes uh, way back, let me think, it would have been 2007, give or take, uh, when I did my first one. It was like a berry elixir of some sort called Kayani. And <laughs> like thinking back on it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that I even uh, embarked on it. And I will not point the finger of blame to the person who got me involved. But he um, is a family member of mine. And I was like, ah, I trust that. I trust him. This seems like a reasonable thing to do. And this stuff doesn't taste too terrible. It's like in these sort of dark wine, almost like wine bottle looking things. And just these cases of this kind of, you know, berry flavored, slightly gritty beverage you're supposed to take a shot of every day to give your body the antioxidants and whatever nutrients that it is deprived of. And of course, along with that came uh, the business plan of getting your friends to join under you and whatever else and so for me it was a fun a fun outlet for a blink and a half and I really hate having to commit to any one particular type of a consumable every single day and so it's just not realistic for me to do that but um I named the LLC that I had for that brief window of time the uh, new, what did I call it? Newberry LLC because I'm like, Kayani is the newberry and is rhymed with blueberry, whatever. I love wordplay. So that part was fun for me. That one was pretty short lived. Many years passed. Uh, and then um, one of the times I lost a job uh, unexpectedly, it was one I was actually planning on leaving when I was going to have my now five-year-old. I was six and a half months pregnant and uh, there was some trouble rumbling in the Bronx um, at that office and I was not super happy with some of the things that were going on and I was kind of making a big stink about things that I was not a fan of um, ethically and just with the way that me and the team were being treated um, by the boss and and anyway, so I got let go and I was like, oh crap, uh, I needed this job through maternity leave and oops. And then I went actually for a couple of job interviews. And as you would guess, it is not easy to get a new job when you're six and a half months pregnant. And although nobody would probably ever say, yeah, you're a really qualified candidate. However, uh, we can see that you're super pregnant. Um, yeah, right. They would never say that. Uh, but I could see the look on their face when I came waddling into these interviews. And so right around that time, a good friend of mine who was very successful, so far as I could tell, with Rodan and Fields sat me down. She's like, okay, there's the time to do it. And she, man, she is a great saleswoman and such a spark of energy and someone I really uh, enjoy as a human. And she sat me down. She's like, it's time to do it. Let's make this happen. You can, and you know, the whole pitch of this is the type of thing that's going to have you live your dreams and you can have all the time that you want for doing your comedy and you don't need the day job anymore and yada, 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 and all the things that sounded so good. And, 
and and whatever. I'm also a, a lady that is growing older every day, and so I liked the idea of some of the products within Rodan and Fields. Um, so I was like, whatever, what the heck, let's do it. And so I did. And then I, truth be told, I really do like those products. I still actually use some of them. And I just that quickly was like, oh, I could feel a pit in my stomach being like, nah, I don't think this is the right thing, but I'll put my, put some gusto into it and see what happens. And, and, uh, I folded fairly quickly after that. Uh, it just, it wasn't my jam. I didn't want to learn the products. I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care about it a ton. Um, I really liked a lot of the women that I met. And of course, as I normally do, I stayed connected to a lot of those awesome people. And I love, I just love uh, meeting people who are really energized about stuff. The third one and the most recent one is uh, a product that I still absolutely love and use very regularly. And it is called Lip Sense. And it is, uh, the whole brand I think is Senegents. Um, full line of makeup and skincare products and whatever and lipstick a lipstick product that does not come off like I of course saw tons of of, tons of different types of tutorials and things where uh, people were hating on it and it didn't work for them for me it genuinely does especially ones that have like a little bit of a shimmer to them not as much the matte ones but some of them no joke will stay on my lips for 12 hours. I can wash my face at the end of the day. And then I still have to take my lip sense off in the morning. And so as a performer, as someone who sweats a lot in spotlights and who has speaking engagements and um, not wanting to have stuff smudged on my teeth and on the microphone and, um, and want to still look super good without having to reapply, like it is no joke, a really great product that I have, I totally loved doing. And so, um, I did that one for a couple of years and actually I learned a lot of really great things about myself, um, particularly on that last run, uh, probably because social media has been bustling for so many years and it makes it a lot easier to connect with people um, and to share things. And, uh, and it was a pretty important vessel for me to uh, get some self-confidence in ways that I didn't realize I was lacking. Um, I'm going to jump into these four tips here of things that I learned, um, maybe just with a, a teeny bit more emphasis on some things that I've learned about myself. Like I did not really wear a ton of makeup growing up. I didn't really know how, and I would sometimes see people wearing makeup that I thought looked great and I would try to do the same colors and it would not go well. Like my pale skin and light blue eyeshadow and light blue uh, eyeliner also. And I even managed to find blue mascara at some point. I, I loved those colors. They just did not look good on me. I also did not know how to do my eyebrows. Um, for many years until actually uh, 2008, 2009, is that when I did it? In those two years, I did a married woman pageant, the Mrs. Idaho America pageant, and learned how to do my makeup. I had my brows waxed and tinted for the first time ever. I It was a game changer. And not only was it a weird arena for me to step into because I don't feel super girly or I didn't at the time. Um, I felt really clumsy in my own skin. I felt like I didn't know how to doll myself up. I didn't, and, and I had a lot of self doubt. And then I thought it would be fun for me to step onto that stage 
um, at the pageant and, and just, I was like, oh, well, that's a, a stage I haven't been on. Those are some spotlights I could probably, uh, stand the feel of And what, what it ended up being was so much more. I met some amazing women, some people who I'm still very close friends with. And I had people holding my hand through learning how to be, um, a lady wearing lipstick and the right kind of makeup and <laughs> Anyway, it was uh, between that and then jumping into lip sense, I really have embraced um, how to make myself feel good by wearing the right kinds of makeup and not being too overboard or if I am being overboard with doing it with intention um, because I love bold colors and um, there's something really sassy about wearing, you know, like purple lipstick or whatever. But so here are the things that I learned. Number one it was that I learned that I really was supported. I realized how much people really cared about me and want me to be successful. People who bought stuff from me that maybe didn't even really want the product, but they just wanted to be there for me. Um, And that meant a lot. There were people that were rooting for me. There were people that were interacting with my posts who were very complimentary, who would share my funny videos. Um, And feeling that support was really, really um, vital for me in building confidence um, in a different way than I had before. I uh, what I also loved about the lip sense, the strategy there was that it did fit really well with my career in the spotlight as a performer. And so like I had my Facebook page called comedy and kisses and had my own little like jingle comedy and kisses. And then I would like do these ridiculous videos to show how smudge proof it was. And, um, and the very first video I did, I was smooching on my little baby, uh, my youngest, and just kiss, 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 kissing him. And of course, it doesn't smudge off of him, right? And so I'm just like gobbling him up. And my older son recorded it. And then at the end, I like rubbed my lips and totally unprovoked. I was like, still fabulous. ooh! And then that became my little tagline. And so I did all these videos where I got to have fun uh, as a comedian and show, show off the colors that I was playing with and, and really document this evolution of me coming out of one of the darkest periods of my life, um, with just wild hair colors, fluctuating weight, um, really poor health, uh, for a while there from just not eating well, not moving my body enough, not honoring the skin that, uh, that I'm in. And so I loved doing the videos and it was so, um, positive for me to have people interacting in such a fun way when I would either do Facebook lives or, you know, like showing it was smudge proof by, uh, smashing or, you know, taking a full bite out of a cake or blowing bubble gum or, eating a pile of cookies, which, okay, yes, I still was not being very healthy at the time. Like another time I just bit right into a whole rotisserie chicken or had a pie pushed in my face or uh, went over to my parents' house and used the air compressor and had the wind just blowing my lips like crazy, being like, it's windproof. Anyway, so I would just do these ridiculous things that were very... um, whimsical and and fun for me what's up buddy oh no are you okay oh no are you okay bibs 
yeah, okay. Um, pardon that. My youngest is playing a game right now while my three oldest are at a movie with their grandmother. And so here I'm trying to get a podcast out. Uh, anyway, so that was number one is that I really felt support and I love that about um, the environment of an MLM. Number two, I was able to really clearly understand exactly how and where I love to apply my energy and my talents. The scope of time that you need to commit to be successful and to do anything really well is a lot. And to be able to recognize that I was spreading myself too thin with so many projects, it actually really slowed my progress in any one particular area. And so that was an important lesson that, yeah, I was having fun. I was gaining traction with um, having regular clients and putting out content that was honestly just very fun to create. Uh, But it was detracting from those hours that could have been put into getting out to book book more improv training classes for corporate clients or for looking for opportunities to do more comedy shows or creating my own comedy shows, which is a lot of times what I do. Um, So just spreading myself too thin um, became uh, very eye-opening and very burdensome. And so I was thinking, yeah, this is great, uh, really just to help me hone in on exactly how that passion comes to fruition when we are really putting our energy into things that we love and 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 dialing it into the things that are really ultimately the most um, sustainable and for me important to be lucrative so that I can sustain my life. <laughs> so uh, number three, leading from that as far as sustainability and the financial aspect, number three, what I really learned... Um, was some valuable lessons about multiple streams of income. I really, that's ultimately why I stepped into it the most recent time because I thought it really would be a fun opportunity. A couple of my friends that were doing it and were making really big checks, like really, really decent checks. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, this is one I really like. I love the product. Um, I do want multiple streams of income. Great, let's try this. The challenge with that is that really the the, the thing is you need one stream of income to become a pretty well-flowing river on its own so that it can stay flowing, that it, then you can branch off and harness. I like to think of it as like finally getting that momentum going, that river flowing of one really substantial stream so that it can build a dam and harness all of that energy in an appropriate way and keep that momentum to then spill over into some of those other projects and create those multiple streams. Because there's been a lot of different things that I have done either out of a labor of love, like writing a book that still hasn't really made money. Um, I just felt it was very necessary for me to publish my first book. Um, And I have a lot of things I learned from that that I want to shift the launch of the... Future books, if I can ever get them done, so hard, so hard to get them done right now. Uh, and speaking and doing um, the improv trainings and doing my job with my uh, doing the director of um, the Idaho Women's Business Center that I'm doing now. So there's all these different things that now I'm like, ah, okay. 
once you really, really hone in, or once I, I, I hate when I accidentally say that, once you, because I can't tell you what you are doing with your time and energy and talents, once I really started to narrow down and trim the fat of um, putting my time and energy into so many different things and really fractionating myself, is that a word? Um, then I, I started to have more success in, in just one uh, more drilled down scope. And so now the ability to layer those and have multiple streams of income is happening. And it took a lot of hard lessons to whittle away the things that I should not be spending time in order to really focus in and put, um, put everything into the, those really most passionate channel, channels of what I wanted to do with my, my life and my time and my talents and the things that I feel like I was built um, to serve the world with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about... At that time, I had so many things going on, and I still kind of do. I definitely think from the outside it looks a little bit chaotic, uh, I can see where all of the connection is for my different, my different projects. And still I have to have some real talk with myself a lot and I will chart them out onto, um, big sticky notes fairly regularly to just put myself in check, see what are the things that really light my fire? What are things that are, um, I'm doing out of obligation or whatever it might end up being. Um, cause I felt for a while there that I was launching launching too many things or not necessarily even launching too many things, but I was, had my hands in so many cookie jars that it, I couldn't manage it all in a, in a successful way. And it was like when you're out in the garden and you have your, your garden hose pumping water out and you stick your thumb over the nozzle and the water just spritzes and shoots out all over the place on either side of your thumb. And it's just like, just a mess and a little bit out of control. And, uh, and that's how I was feeling. And so, um, bringing it back to focus of just <sighs> keeping it based on the one, the one thing. Really, for me, it, it comes down to this. Creating the, uh, the focus around everything um, improv, yes and, um, creating happier, healthier human connections through humor, like if something is proposed to me for any type of a gig, uh, I will uh, often, I will actually sit quietly for a moment. I will close my eyes. I will picture myself delivering whatever the request is. And I will ask myself if it lines up with creating happier, healthier human connections through humor. If it does not, I have said no to things lately. Um, that at first makes me kind of nervous. Uh, some of the projects that I have in my life right now um, have been such a big commitment that I had to let go of some other things that are still very important to me and they just need to be uh, handled in a little different way or on a different timeline. And, um, and I think it's really exciting and awesome to allow myself the freedom to evolve and to level all the way up. There are some things that I'm like, dang, these are so good. These things are so good. Um, and, and taste of success in areas that I have longed for for a long time. Um, so the fourth thing, this one's a, a short one. The fourth thing that I learned 
was that it does not, joining an MLM does not, I repeat, does not get you closer to living the life of your dreams unless your actual dream is the business of an MLM. If that environment is your wildest dreams, then yes. If that's the only thing you want to put your uh, energy into, if that's the vessel, if that's what you want to hitch your wagon to, then it, that's great. It is not the path, at least it was not at all for me, a path to get me to the life of my dreams because the life of my dreams is infusing humor into the workplace. It's to build strong relationships by finding ways to laugh and have joy and, and humor especially when life is hard. It is fully embracing a constant activation of, yes, this is what I'm working on today, or yes, this is my task at hand, or my project, uh, or being a mom uh, in the moment, and activating whatever I need to on that exact thing. Living in that ready position I've talked about before of yes, and if it is not something for me personally that allows me to connect with other humans, to offer my love and support and positive vibes through the magical whimsy of improv. And yes, and it is not part of my dream. It is not in the scope of my wildest fantasies and what I feel like my global purpose is in this life. Um, and so there it is. Just some, some things that I learned so many positive lessons, some very painful, some obviously financial hits uh, from investing in things. Uh, and yet it has been um, a really cool little journey of growth and personal development. And, and, um, and I still really like, I still really like the most recent product. So I think that's a huge win too, um, to, have had so much fun playing with makeup and, and skincare products and stuff um, that I really learned how to present myself on the outside the way that I feel on the inside. And it's full of co- color and, and care, care for myself and attention to the details. Um, and so that's it. Uh, if you know people who are doing an MLM, just be nice. I see so many mean people out there posting so negatively. Like, unfollow them if you need to or whatever. Just be nice. Everyone is just doing their best, I believe. And, and the, they, get their, they get so many no's and mean responses all the time anyway. Just be nice, okay? It's not that hard to allow people to learn their own um, path. And if it is something that fills their cup, then frick, just let them and rally around them and love on them. Um, cause deep down we, we all not, we all want the same, you know, you do, you want to be rallied around and loved on and supported in whatever you're doing. And if you're an MLMer, you just keep at it and have fun with it and, um, let it unfold into whatever it needs to be for you. Thanks for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. You can follow along with all of Megan's shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com.
I'm Sean Hancock with RecycledMindsComedy.com. 